This episode is brought to you by Michael's Business English, the online language school for busy English language learning professionals. Learn more at michaelsbusinessenglish.com. You are listening to the International Careers Show, a podcast dedicated to supporting international students, professionals, and business owners. We'll be diving into case studies of people just like you, as well as talking to thought leaders and experts to learn more about how global citizens can navigate and achieve success all over the world. I'm your host, Michael Rincon, a former six-figure analytic consultant turned ESL instructor and career coach and the founder of Michael's Business English. Building an international career is hard work, so if you're looking for help, you're in the right place. Hey everyone, welcome to the International Career Show. I'm your host, Michael Rincon, and today's guest is Dung Pham. We're going to talk about who can benefit from a personal travel coach. For those who don't know him, Dung is the founder of the Asian Jet Setter, a company that helps busy professionals achieve their dreams of international travel through mindset coaching, travel hacking, and lifestyle consulting. As a personal travel coach, Dung helps his clients all over the world discover that anyone can live the dream of a luxurious travel lifestyle with careful planning and guidance. Welcome to the show, Dung. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, it's a, it's a great introduction. Yeah, you Thank did you. a really good job. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself in terms of background, education, experience, anything that you'd like to add? Sure. So my name is Dung Pham, and I am originally from Vietnam. I came to America about 11 years ago as a, an international student. And I first came to Indiana State and studied there for four years as an undergraduate. Love it there. And after graduations, I was able to find a job in San Francisco, California. And it's been my home for the last, since 2013. So like it's coming to my seventh year there, California. Yeah. And um, so right now I'm working at Uber as a software engineer. And outside my job, I, I rent the agent just setter. And the goal there is to help any busy professionals to level up their travel and um, live a lifestyle of traveling. And I, I've been focusing on international travel for about two years now. And um, it's been a journey, quite a journey. Um, so I, I was never like this since the beginning. Uh, when I first came to the US, well, so when I first came to the US, I had to travel internationally, but that wasn't something that I consider as like international travel. It's like something that I had to do to get there. And I, in the beginning, I was quite, um, I guess, lazy in terms of travel. I don't do travel often. Um, things change when I move to California and when I have more opportunities to travel and uh, yes, and, uh, but it's still fairly limited to either domestic travel or travel within North America. Yeah. I, I really, I only really like 
dive deep into international travel for the last two years or so. So like it's like it's um an evolution of of how uh, I came to love travel, talk about travel, and now at the moment help people travel. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Well, I mean that's uh, more than I've done. All I've ever been outside of the U.S. I was I went to Taiwan for a couple of months, but that's the most I've done. So you are farther ahead than I am in the international travel game. <laughs> yeah, well, so I'm an international student, so <laughs> right. that's like also for me, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about how did you discover your interest in international travel? What what prompted you uh, to start doing this a few years ago? Yes. So international travel is um so I, I think i would start with domestic travel first and okay. um so after moving to california i got exposed to a lot more opportunities compared to where when i was in indiana so when it was in indiana air travel is a luxury for me Tickets are quite expensive, and and as a student, I didn't have that much money. So most of my travel at that time was car, and the travel that I do is either well, let's go travel like I go to like a state park, so like like maybe 10, 20 miles. <laughs> so that's what they call travel. But it was in Indiana. Uh, moving to California, uh, I was exposed to many more like interstate travel national park travel uh going from san francisco to los angeles travel like that so the, the um and then air travel of course uh but the but the air travel comes uh, came a little bit later so after like i did a lot of road traveling like on the car um i got kind of a bit tired like spent too much time in, in the car and the traffic was, was, wasn't good. And even though the reward of, of the travel is great, like, oh, really beautiful national parks and all oh, the city on the coastal of California. On the, yeah. If you've been there, it's like really wonderful to drive from the North California to the South California. But after you do it for a while, it, it became like boring and, uh, need something else. So like air travel became like like something that I focusing on, and since that time, I well, since that trip, I just go to like air travel and save a lot of times. Even though it comes more money, <laughs> but at that time I don't care much about a few hundred dollars anymore. Like for me, like I rather save time and have more time to explore the place rather than saving a few hundred bucks. And in 20, so, so so from that, after domestic travel for a while, I I wasn't satisfied because, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, because um, so, so as you know, as you when know, you travel, when you travel, to, travel Taiwan, to Taiwan, you, you do it in a big plane, right? Like, like uh, really big, perhaps like the Boeing 777. And when you do, travel domestically, you don't get 
a big plane. Like it's a quite narrow plane, and sometimes it's quite uh, crowded and and uh, congested, and uh, it's not pleasant. Let me put it that way. Okay. So I I wanted to have more pleasant flights, so I look for like international. And funnily, like um, in North America, it's quite hard to find like big planes flying place to place. So, and at that time I met, I mean, I, 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 I changed my social circles and that my new social circle group, they, uh, they were based, they are still now based in Asia and I have more chances to go there and visit them. And I, and I love it because they are like, um, I love the food. I love the plane. I love the smell because Normally, like when you go to Asia, they have like the latest wide body planes and the food, usually Asian food, like Japanese, Taiwanese or Korean, uh, more of my style. So <laughs> I'm hooked and that's how I've been doing it for the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I became more invested in international travel. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, I can appreciate some of that stuff because I know when I went to Taiwan, um, I was blown away. It's like, I don't want to say culture shock because culture shock is bad. This is like a good thing. But it's like, oh my God, just in awe of how, how great the food is for sure, among other things. Mm -hmm. um, so I know you talked a little bit about your experiences, but why would anyone want to travel uh, either domestically or internationally? And I, I'll tell you the truth. Like I only discovered it recently. Uh, myself, and it took me mm -hmm. years to discover it myself. In your opinion, why would uh, most people, or the common uh, man, for lack of better words, want to travel? Sure. Uh, so I can. I don't have like a universal answer for everyone. I can right. only speak from my perspective. But to me, travel has we see on like media and on Instagram, right? Yes. We, we travel for work, well, no, not, not that, no. we travel for work, we travel for fun, we travel for leisure, we travel for like new experiences, like, like, and we can show it on our like social medias. And, and that's perfectly fine. That's how I started. Like, I just wanted to do something cool and then something like bring more some like excitement or joy. Um, yeah. And there's, um, another aspect of that is what I call more intangible benefits. And when and say this, it's, it's more like, uh, so <clears throat> to, to just make it up a little bit, uh, um, I don't, I didn't discover the intangible benefit until May of last year. So about a year ago in okay. 2019. When I actually have like a more, like a stronger purpose of travel. So be, be, before that, I was, okay, my friend is there and I've never been to that place. Let's go. And at that time, well, well, even now I have the financial means to do that. So for me, it's not something that, that I, I thought much about, but it's just simply, okay. I've never been to that place. Uh, I liked the plane and the, the route, the, the, um, the airline that flight there. 
and my friends are there. So just go, <laughs> no, no second thought. But now, um, for me, it's like, okay, before I go there, uh, what I want, what is the reason behind my, 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 my uh, intention to go there? So for me, at the moment, it's more like personal growth and character building. So when I choose a new place for travel, I'll see, okay, I want to go to a place where I can develop this, this uh, personality of me, like adventurous or easygoing or something like uh, a slower pace or, or something like that. And uh, so that's for character building, for personal growth, like, okay, I like this um, coach, I like this hobby, I like this activity, and I want to level up. So I know there's an event in this city on this date. So I'm going to travel there to, to, for that event and, um, mingle with the people there and hopefully make some new friends. And if I enjoy it a lot, I could talk to my friends and go there, go back there again with them. Yeah. So some, so at the moment, I focus a lot more on the intangible benefits and surprisingly, that actually make it more fun and more enjoyable than just focusing on tangible benefits. Um, yeah. So, so that's how, that's how I would say the reason I travel internationally. Yeah. You, we could just do it as something new, something exciting, something fun. Okay. And eventually something gonna come out of it. Like, okay. We do this because we want something more than just like, like, um, see sightseeing or food or cultural immersion. We, we there for like, oh, we want to really learning something about the local culture. Like, let's say, I think you have an interest in Japanese and you can just, Go to Japan for sightseeing or for to visit places, right? And to taste the Japanese food. But then after doing it for a while, uh, your, your like stronger purpose could be like, Oh, I want to move to Japan. I want to really move to Tokyo, experience like a totally new way of living and get to know friends there and then learn how I can make new friends in a new place where I'm not fluent in the language. And yeah, <laughs> so, 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 so that's more like the intangible one. And uh, right now, if, if uh, anyone asks me about why I travel, I always talk about that, the intangible benefits of, of travel. Okay, great. Yeah, that's, um, that's definitely surprised me about the character building and the stronger purpose. And you're right, I do have an interest in Japanese culture. Um, I grew up watching, uh, no, not just Sailor Moon, but Sailor Moon's everyone knows that one, but a lot of anime mm -hmm. on Toonami and uh, a lot of Nintendo. Like, I uh, love Nintendo, love Japanese games. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely, that's a good point. Okay, so my next question for you, Doom, is mm -hmm. can you talk about more about the challenges that aspiring travels face right now? With all the things going on, right? Yes, sure. So I will talk about like the like 
high-level perspective because uh, for each person, the, the challenge is going to be slightly different. But at this moment, everyone, all of us are going to face the challenge of COVID-19 as of May 2020. Right. And it is a huge, a huge barrier because even if you want to travel, um, in a lot of cases, in a lot of countries and territories, they don't allow you to enter. And um, that is like something that I don't know how we can uh, face this challenge as individual because this is something that beyond our control and something right. that um, requires a lot of people and uh, governments to work on it together. But I, I, I know that uh, no matter how, how difficult the challenge is, we're going to figure out something either as a compromise or the solutions. And like, so like, I, I just learned that um, even during World War II, there was still commercial flight flying around. <laughs> I think it's from uh, England to Australia, if I remember correctly. But even in the World War Two, like the the most like the the tragic event of the last century, people still flying and travel from place to place. So I mean I'm not I'm not comparing COVID nineteen with World War Two, but I'm just saying in like the major world events people still travel and so I have hope for for travel to resume and then to even stronger than before. And um, yeah, so that like that that is something that all of us have to deal with. Uh, so to each individual level, uh, so as I share my, my my story of traveling earlier, you can see like first I have like financial issue right with my, not issue but like financial challenge with travel because uh, when I was a student I didn't have money. So I can only do like very, very short travel and then maybe every two years or every three years, then I can travel for a longer trip. And I have to save up like, months, <laughs> you know, to do that. Uh, so the financial aspect is always there. And after that, it's like, it's so, especially for me, uh, when it was, uh, Maybe five years ago. Also, um, I don't know exact what your audience is, but um, for me, I'm an international student, and um, as a Vietnamese student, we have a lot of challenge when getting visas to okay. the states or to any other countries because we do have a lot of free visa policies. So. If I want to go to Japan or South Korea or Taiwan, China, Australia, Canada, I have to get visas. There's no other way around it. And for any new people, well, like me, a couple of years ago, it can be quite um, overwhelming, to say the least, because each country has their own way of doing visas. And some of them even require, like, you have to do some certain medical exams to be able to 
to um, eligible for, for applying for visas. Yeah, so it, uh, if, uh, if you're an American or Canadian, that is not an issue for you. But um, <laughs> if you are some like Chinese or Vietnamese or many other places, then that could be a real issue. Um, this, I mean, there's a way around that for sure, but it just take more work and more effort from, from my side or from people, um, like me. And there was always like a limiting belief, like, like, oh, planning, planning for travel is so like exhausting or a lot. Like, what do I do when, when it was, when I'm in that place? I have no friends, no, no one. I cannot speak like, all of that and I understand that because I was there like oh uh, what would I do if I know no one what would I do if if uh, I, I, I don't have any friends there yeah I uh, I know what to do there and it and as I thought about how I overcome those challenges on what's I overcome but like when I make myself more open to the challenge. Like even now, I only speak English and Vietnamese. And when I came to China, like last year, a lot, like four or five times, I I was still nervous. Like it, it, it's still there. Like okay, I don't know how to speak to them. <laughs> like even though I have like um the Google app to translate languages, it's still right. like <laughs> very overwhelming. Like like we 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 talk in terms of like sign language or like using our gestures we don't we don't <laughs> it's really hard to communicate and um using like the 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 apps there are also a challenge so i i guess for me um i just lean into it like i just lean into the challenge and i know that it the, the only thing that mattered to me um when i when, 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 when I need to do that is, okay, this country is safe. Like, I know my right in this country. I'm not doing any violations to, to the visa policy or, or um, any uh, relationship between my country and then that country. So I, I, I should be safe and, 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 um, it's just like a matter of like time to make myself adjust to, okay, how can I communicate with them? How can I prepare more in advance to, to ease my anxiety? If like, let's say shit happens or some kind of unexpected event. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would stop there in, in case you have any follow up questions. Um, no, that was a lot to unpack. Mm -hmm. um, the visa thing was, that's a good point. I don't think a lot of us think about mm -hmm. that. I know a lot of my students, um, you know, they'll, they want to come to the U.S., they want to go to Canada. They don't think about the legal requirements to come study mm -hmm. or come work here. And I know when I was looking to teach English, um, I was mm -hmm. looking at different countries and I didn't think about, like, what does the visa have to do with it, what are the requirements? So that was a very good point. So mm -hmm. uh, you're a personal travel coach. What exactly um, is that? Why would someone hire you? Why would someone hire a coach instead of you know going to an online course or going to a blog or anything like that? Like what, what what exactly do you how do you help people? Yes, so a 
personal travel coach is a relatively new concept. Um, I mean, a coach is something that we all understand, but um, a travel coach is is something that not not any well at least for me I didn't know what that is. Uh, so to define what it is, uh, is I have to say what it is not. So a travel coach is not necessarily a a tour guide or a booking agent. A travel coach can do that for for the client, but it's not the main job. A travel coach is also not um, someone who who give like strategies or like give people like, like give the clients deals or hacks or strategies to like um, hack hack travel or finding the best deals for travel or when to travel. Um, and it took me a while to realize, okay, um, if that is the case, then what is a travel coach and why would people need it, right? So right now, a travel coach for me is someone that a client come to for to help themselves ready for the next life challenge. So okay. As, as I was transitioning, or well, as I mentioned earlier, as I was transitioning from domestic travel to international travels, what helped me a lot was I set up with a coach, and this coach he traveled extensively, and one of the requirement for for me to join his uh, coaching program is my willingness to travel. And my willingness to change, let's say, every aspect of my life from like the way I travel, the way I make friends, the way I'm thinking about my career. So, as a travel coach, the 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 the, the influence is a bit smaller. But let's say you let me this is a real example that I'm, I'm I'm drawing from. I have a person that came to me and. He asked me, hey, how can I work with you? Because at the moment, I don't care much about spending money. I care about, what well, he said, he didn't care much about spending money on, like, as an investment. Like, he willing to invest in me if I can help him, like, um, get, like, unique experience for his, and for him, he really values like personalized, customized experience for him that that he value. And at that, I mean, at this moment in time, he's looking for a place to retire. He's looking for like places where he can use his money and all his wealth over time to get the best experience. And he doesn't want to do it by himself, first of all. He wanted to save time because He's running a big company at the moment, and he didn't have time to, to research every strategies or places to go. So that's one example. Like really, I say, what well, this is what he called me. Well, he told me an executive package for people who who like busy executive, busy CEOs who looking to who value unique personal experience and who wanted to connect with like-minded people like him and just have someone who when 
the the when he when he wants to go you can just tell me and then i prepare something for him yeah so um that's an aspect of travel coach was well, just one aspect another aspect is let's say you are in a career and you at the at the point where you are established well, you, you're not like you may not be a manager but you are you're quite established in your career and you're looking for something new to change like like, like me for example i right now i'm an engineer at a very established company but that's not my goal my goal is to be my own boss like a local independent uh, business owner and in order to do that i have to travel to learn like new mindset new psychology new training seminars and this happening all over the world it's not limited to any country so if like if someone has that need um it can be quite overwhelming just to figure it out on, on their own because uh, they're already under like a lot of uncertainty about the future so working with a travel coach gonna help them really limit like limit the scope of what they need to do and then give them like a lot more clarity on okay if you let's say you're into personal development and you like let's say Tony Robbins so as like someone that I know I can refer them to okay Tony Robbins usually doing his seminars in this country USA Australia and Singapore do you want to go there okay if the client say yes and then okay let's say in the next year you want to go to those countries and then let's say every two or three months let's design um how are you going to get there uh the travel uh planning for that and then what you can do right now to to make that happen in like either in a luxury way or in like time saving way or in like money saving way and yeah so so to be to make it short i would say a travel coach is someone that work with individual clients understand their needs and concerns at the moment and give personalized advice and strategies to make it happen in a timely manner and be there always there with the client journey before during and after the trip okay mm -hmm. well, great. Like, i was definitely surprised about um you made a very good point about it's overwhelming there's a lot of information out there there's a lot of things you can do um mm -hmm. i got a very good point about how a coach a, a personal travel coach like yourself can help provide clarity um and i guess guidance to make sure that you know people get what, they, what they're looking for and i saw a, a post uh, one of your testimonies on your instagram account uh, really uh was insightful for me she talked about how um you helped her get the clarity she needed to mm -hmm. you know achieve her dream thank you so much well, for coming on the show dude um how can people get in touch with you thank you my pleasure yes so you can reach me at my website theagentjustsetter.com or my instagram it's the same name theagentjustsetter and uh, um, at the moment um, i'm doing some extensive research on clients to better understand 
my ideal clients and help them either like dealing with the current COVID situations or, or trying to understand a deeper purpose of, of, of why they want to travel and how travel gonna create a lifestyle for them. So yeah, at the moment, if, if that's something your audience interested in, yeah, you can tell them about that. And I have like 30 minutes free call with them. And I, I, I would say that it's a clarity call, but we can talk about anything about travel at that moment. Yeah. Okay, great. That's very generous of you, Jim. So for all of you listening, make sure you take advantage of his offer. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the International Career Show. For all the show notes and resources listed for this episode, head over to michaelsbusinessenglish.com forward slash podcast. If you liked this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you liked so we can continue improving the show. If you'd like to interact with me and other fans of the show, join our private community. Check the show notes for details on how to get in. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is your host, Michael Rincon, signing off.